Alright, what's up guys? It's your boy Davidge, the Swanee. Welcome back to the Daily Grind. Today is episode 2. I'm actually in the streets of New York City right now, so I apologize if it uh, gets kind of noisy in the background, but I'm obviously doing this on my phone, so I'm going to do the best. Well, yeah, there's people honking. <laughs> so it's definitely going to be noisy, but I'm still going to do it because i got a lot going on today and I want to knock this out uh, before I get going. So today's podcast, I want to talk about what it's like running a media company and building a social media marketing agency, you know, whether you're in college, not in college. Um, I want to talk a little bit about my experience running my company called Divide Media. And uh, basically what we were doing was, you know, social media marketing, um, content creation, of course, and um, as well as, you know, branding, consulting, and PR. So those were kind of the main services we focused on as well as web development. And I started the company probably six to eight months ago. Um, actually, probably a little bit more. Probably last uh, last March or uh, March, April, maybe. But basically, what it was was, you know, I wanted to see. I was seeing a lot of these videos of people like Ty Lopez and you know Gary Vaynerchuk and how they were building these social media marketing agencies. And of course, you know, um, I did agree with the fact that businesses often have a hard time, you know, with various things related to media because they're not really well versed in uh, in technology. And, um, you know, uh, everything with social media, it's, it's kind of fairly new still. So a lot of this older generation doesn't really understand, you know, how, how Instagram works or how Snapchat works or how Twitter works or which platforms are getting the most attention. And, of course, wherever the attention is, that's where the most money is. So that was kind of the reason I started the company because I felt like I could sort of leverage, you know, the trend of social media and, um, you know, try and build a business around that. So... Basically, what I did was, of course, created my sole proprietorship, and I went into the venture alone, but I did end up actually bringing on a partner, an an unofficial partner, which is actually going to be one of the uh, learning lessons here in a little bit. And um, I just realized doing podcasts is hard, because you're talking and you kind of run out of breath. So I apologize if in between I kind of take a second to, you know, gather my breath or whatever, but... um, so yeah, basically it was um, you know it was myself. Kind of did it by myself. Called it Divide Media just because you know D I V I like it's in my name is you know my name is Davidge and it was Divide Media. So it kind of just kind of just happened. And um, I was actually running a nightlife company called Divide Group prior to that, doing promotions and like you know for One Oak and Poppy and all that. So it kind of just made sense to create another division of my company called Divide Media. And uh, basically, you know, like I said, created my social uh, the sole proprietorship. And, um, you know, got my permits and everything that I needed in terms of the legal side of the company, which, um, you know, is very, very easy. All you got to do is, you know, file for sole proprietorship, get your EIN, which is your employer identification number. But when you're a sole proprietor, proprietor, you can actually use your social security um, as that number. So that's kind of what just a little about the legal side. But once you get all those paperwork filled out and, you know, get everything kind of settled, I moved on directly into just doing cold calling, cold walks into companies in LA, mostly just local businesses, and of course, um, you know, doing a lot of um, advertising in terms of online and social media marketing. So those are kind of the three uh, strategies that I relied on, but I was more focused mainly just on the door knocking part, or not door knocking, it's more like door knocking businesses as opposed to houses, but and uh, the cold calling aspect of the company. So that's what I was focused on, I was spending a lot of time, you know, calling a couple hundred companies a day. And soon enough, actually, you know, the first within the first two weeks, we actually signed our biggest client, which was um, part of the most, probably the most exciting part of this company that I, you know, that I was doing. So, basically, me and my buddy Efren, 
he uh, he was an ex investment banker, graduated from USC, ended up moving back to LA to um, you know pursue entrepreneurship. So we actually decided to um, we actually rented a Ferrari. It's a funny story. We rented a Ferrari, and we decided to go around LA and just walk into random businesses. And it's so funny because we I apologize. Hold on, there's a bus going by me, but. Um, we basically took this Ferrari, it was a, a red 458, we were just driving around LA, decided to go to random businesses, and we were driving past this bridal salon, and we were like, yeah, should we go in, like, I don't know, but Efren was like, yeah, dude, let's just go in, so we ended up parking the Ferrari right outside the shop, walked into the, um, the wedding, the wedding uh, dress, it was a wedding dress company, not a wedding salon, it was like, you know, where they sell bridal dresses, that kind of thing. So we go in and we say, hey, you know, we run this company. We'd love to help you out with your social media. And uh, at first, it was a mom and a daughter. I'm not going to say any names, but I'm not going to tell you what the company's name was just for confidentiality uh, purposes. But basically, you know, the mom was like, oh, I don't know. But then the daughter was like, yeah, man, like I've been looking for this, you know, hell for a while. Um, So we ended up, you know, giving them our business cards. We went back and, you know, met up with them again and kind of kept in touch in terms of actually trying to get them as a client. And within two weeks, we had the contracts. Um, you know, we drafted the contracts. And then, mind you, this was the first time we ever did it. So we had never really done contracts. So we kind of just threw something together that we had laying around. And uh, we ran it by our USC uh, lawyers. They have people, you know, lawyers at USC, which you can leverage if you are um, new to entrepreneurship or whatever you're doing if you need any legal help. So we did that. We kind of just hustled through it. And we ended up landing a meeting with them, sat down with their lawyers, and sure enough, signed a contract for a pretty good amount of money. It was, uh, I'm not going to say exactly what it was, but I'm going to say it was between four dollars and $6,000 a month. And that was kind of the focus for us, like was just to, to build on that contract and do as much as we could to actually deliver. Because mind you, we were pretty new to all of this. And of course, we had, you know, I had been doing websites um, for companies on the side and I was doing a couple, so, you know, I had a couple different social media accounts, but nothing, nothing to this scale in terms of, you know, what we were actually delivering on a monthly basis. We were delivering PR services, branding and consulting services, um, you know, content creations. We were doing YouTube videos for them. And of course, social media marketing, Instagram, Facebook, running ads, all of that. So we had clients before this, but this was kind of, you know, our biggest client in terms of the more services that they wanted um, on a monthly basis. So ended up, it was funny. It was, it was hard. You know what I mean? Like with just me and Efren, um, I'm not going to give his last name again for confidentiality, but you know, trying to deliver on these different services was a lot harder than we expected. And we didn't actually know a lot of what we were doing, right? So content creation, I'm not a videographer, I'm not a photographer, but I sort of had to wear all these different hats and you know, if they asked me to come in and do a shoot, I'd have to get my tripod, my camera, and go in and do a shoot for them, and then go home and edit the videos, and uh, when in reality, that wasn't really my, part of my skill set, but again, we had to figure it out, so we did end up hiring interns through our USC, um, you know, resources, we hired a couple interns, we had them doing a couple tasks, we, you know, we'd pay them out for writing, uh, for writing press kits, and, you know, doing various uh, individual tasks, and um, that was definitely helpful for us. But again, managing everything and you know doing school at the same time was definitely difficult. Was not easy, but again, the money was was cool, right? So we wanted to make sure we held on to as much cash as we could, and this is where things went south for us. And you know, I, I take full responsibility for this. But you know, going from making not much a month to making five to six k a month is definitely a big jump. You know, overnight, and well, it wasn't overnight because I'd been grinding for such a long time, but. You know, making that kind of money instantly was like, I was like, wow, like I can like go get a car now, like I can lease a car, I can pay my own rent, 
But that's where things I should have kind of taken a step back and say and said, um, you know, wait, let's reinvest this money back into the business instead of spending it on, you know, going to get drinks at 41 Ocean in Santa Monica or, you know, wasting money on clothes and on this, on, you know, buying unnecessary shit. And that's why I kind of went south with the company was I didn't really focus on the growth and I didn't focus on, you know, how can we get more clients from here? How can we build on this and build it from, you know, 4 to 6K a month to 20 to 30K a month? And that's where things, you know, kind of went south, and which is where I'm at today is I'm trying to build back up to where I was. And, um, and yeah, so I guess the moral of the story is once you do start making money, which to get to that point, you really have to hustle. you got to kind of figure things out, wear different hats, and kind of, um, kind of just play the role of the entrepreneur and, you know, try to figure it all out. But once you do start making money, I think the learning lesson and the most important thing is to make sure you focus on growth for the company as opposed to, you know, just taking the cash and kind of just blowing it, doing nonsense stuff. I think the key is growth. So definitely, um, definitely a learning lesson. If you guys have any questions in terms of the specific process I went through of, you know, actually setting up the company or actually getting clients, feel free to hit me up. I'm going to put all my information, um, you know, in the description. And of course it's on my SoundCloud. Um, go follow me on all social media. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm going to be dropping a mentorship and e-commerce training course, uh, pretty soon working on it, um, at the moment. And of course I've got my jewelry company shop diamond. That's S H O P D M N D dot com. Go check that out. We sell high-quality, affordable jewelry. And, of course, got DivideMedia.co. So if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. And uh, thanks again for tuning in to The Daily Grind. Uh, stay tuned for tomorrow's uh, episode as well. I'm not sure exactly what it's going to be on, but it will definitely be interesting. And I'm going to bring as much value to you guys as I can. So thanks again, guys. It's your boy, David Paswani. Peace and out. Take care. Be safe. And I'll see you guys in tomorrow's podcast. Bye.